Blog Talk Radio. Romans 2 and 5. Nope. The righteous judgment of the Most High who will yep. render unto every man according to his nope. deeds. To them who by patience yep. continue in some well-doing seat. No nope. glory and honor and immorality. Yep. Eternal life. But unto them that are nope. contentious and do not obey the yep. truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation, and wrath. You an African-American? Nope. You believe that's your heritage? Yep. Do you know who you are? Nope. King, queen? Yep. Nigga with back? Nope. Do you shine like a star? Yep. Think they gon' say it? Nope. We gon' explode. Yep. Yeah. They gon' take your life? Nope. So many secrets in the vault? Yep. Do this knowledge cost? Nope. Hop in the book to my? Yep. Do you follow these laws? Nope. Do they still exist? Yep. Have time to wait? Episode of ISBHPK presents Bible Talk. And forgive my the, the lateness, brothers and sisters. Um, just had a few things that I had last minute things that I had to take care of before, before getting class started. So we just started a little bit late today. So my apologies for those that are listening in live. Whether you're calling into our show here at 646 668 2568, or if you want to be hitting us up uh, again live through your web browser at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mashaba, M-A-S-H-A-H-B-A. Again, welcome once again to our, uh, to our podcast, the ISBHBK Bible Talk Podcast. We do, have our, we, we do our live podcast every uh, Monday through Thursday from 10 a.m. when I'm not late, from 10 a.m. Uh, Central Center Time to about noon, sometimes uh, uh, 1230, uh, noon 30, I'll say it like that. And again, that's Monday through Thursday. Um, 
uh, that you can read this while we're doing our live episode. Uh, again, at area code 646-668-2568 or at www.blogtalkradio.com if you want to catch the live show. If you want to, uh, um, if it's more convenient for you to catch the archive show, again, you can still log on to www.blogtalkradio.com. Uh, go to the search box, type in Mashaba, M-A-S-H-A-H-B-A. Uh, our episode page will come up starting from the very latest one, the last one that we did, going to our very first one back in February 28, 2010. We have a whole, our whole library is there uh, in archives. that you can uh, come back and listen to any part of the show that you might, might have missed. Um, other, other platforms, you can reach any of our, our library of uh, podcasts. is on Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio Podcasts, on Podcast Addict and uh, uh, Apple iTunes uh, uh, podcast at uh, ISBHBK Bible Talk. Um, if you again, if you miss any part of our any part of our, our show, or want to catch up any part of the series that we've done, if you want to catch up with any of Tusk Pop Tuesdays um, uh, shows that he's done, any of the Bots Fighting That Bible Breakdowns uh, that he's done, uh, check out th- those archives. Uh, um, at www.blogtalkradio.com, Podcast Addict, um, iHeartRadio Podcast, um, Apple iTunes uh, Podcast, or Google Podcast, and you'll catch any of our shows. So, again, we have classes Monday through Thursday from 10 a.m. to about noon, 10 to 7 time. Then every Friday night, we have Friday Night uh, Bible Breakdowns with Bonabod, and that's from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. every Friday night, 10 to 7 time, um, right here at ISBH McKay Bible Talk. Um, being a part of the ISBHBK, which is the Israelite School of Biblical History and Practical Knowledge, we have school locations here in San Antonio, Houston, Texas, Norfolk, Virginia, and Rochester, New York. Um, for our school here in San Antonio, um, you can visit the school at uh, 4444 Walsham, Suite Number 201, San Antonio, Texas, 78218. Um, they have classes Monday through Friday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Uh, and again, on Saturday mornings, you can catch the uh, Sabbath ceremony. Uh, Sabbath class starting at 10 a.m. Uh, at ISBHBK San Antonio on YouTube. That's ISBHBK San Antonio on YouTube. To help support the school here in San Antonio, we ask that you please uh, check out Eastern Fragrances, which is located at Golden Ghost Mall on the first floor of the mall, uh, right in front of the, the, the department or the shoe store, Shoe Palace, uh, located in between the American Cooking Company and the elevators going up to the food court. Uh, please check out Eastern, Eastern Fragrances. We get uh, the latest in custom design, uh, perfume, perfume and cologne oils for men, women, and children, um, and, and some of the most beautiful Egyptian decanters that you ever want to find. Um, please check them out. Proceeds from there. You have support uh, in, uh, employment uh, for the school here in, in San Antonio, as well as help the school stay open. Uh, so please, we ask you, please check out Eastern Fragrances, uh, located at Rolling Ghost Mall, uh, right in front of the Shoe Palace, in fr- uh, between... Um, uh, the American Cook Company and the elevators. All right. Uh, another business that's provided to help keep the school going here in San Antonio is On the Mark Moving. On the Mark Moving is, is a moving company that is licensed, insured, and bonded to put the, the quality professional moves you ever want to ever want to deal with. No jobs too big, no jobs too small. They can accommodate you. Uh, if you got to move a, a, an apartment, a house, an office. Um, uh, a, a garage, a storage. If any moving needs you need to take care of, please contact On The Mark Moving with some of the most quality, um, uh, uh, most quality moves around. Again, that's On The Mark Moving, 
check him out and uh, help help keep the school open by by visiting these locations. For our other schools, ISB, uh, we invite you to check out isbhpk.com. That's isbhpk.com for uh, to help out our schools in Houston and in Norfolk, also in Rochester. Our school in Houston is located at 231 FM Road, 1092, Stafford, Texas, 77477. Um, and you can watch them. Uh, they have classes on YouTube uh, Mondays and Wednesdays from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. That's Central Standard Time. And on Fridays from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. And then again on Saturday, starting at 10 a.m. Our school in Norfolk is located at 2610 Granby Street, North Virginia, 23517. Um, and you can check them out on YouTube. I'm, I'm sorry, on Facebook, on Facebook Live, every Tuesday and Thursday from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. on uh, Eastern Standard Time on Facebook Live under Israelite School of Biblical History and Pastoral Knowledge. You can also watch them on Friday nights on YouTube at our, our, our YouTube channel, ISBHPK Norfolk. Uh, every Friday night from 7 p.m. To, to 9 p.m. And then on Saturdays, catch the Sabbath ceremony um, every Saturday on YouTube as well at ISB speaking Norfolk starting at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. Our school in Rochester is located at 1600 Lyle Avenue, suite number 1A, Rochester, New York, 14606. Um, you can check them out every Tuesday and Thursday on YouTube uh, 7 p.m. and 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at ISB Rochester, and you can also check them out on their class on Saturdays, starting at 10 a.m., uh, uh, again, uh, ISBHBK Rochester. If you're in the Albuquerque area, we invite you to check out and, and get in contact with the brother Aisha White Desop at area code 505-218-4218. Um, uh, for, for any needs you might have going on in Albuquerque, spiritual or what have you, um, check out the brother Aisha White Desop. Uh, and also, we invite you to, if, if you're in the San Antonio area, please check out the EO Peer Therapy Event Center. Um, we, we have classes there every Sunday. It's a, it's a Hebrew, a Paleo Hebrew class every Sunday at the EO Peer Therapy Event Center, located on the south end of the mall, uh, of the old Sears wing, um, uh, on the second floor, right in front of the uh, radio control race car track that is there at the mall, EO Peer Therapy Event Center. We do have Paleo Hebrew class every Sunday, starting at 4 p.m. Uh, we everybody's invited to come and check us out at the EO Peer Therapy Event Center. The reason it's called the EO Peer Therapy Event Center is because it's sponsored by EO Peer Therapy. EO Peer Therapy is a, um, uh, a store provided that provides you with custom-made, custom handmade um, CBD uh, uh, creams, gummies, tinctures, and roll-ons, as, as well as sugar scrubs, salt scrubs, handmade soaps, handmade lotions, handmade beard oils. Uh, so we invite you to please check out uh, EO Peer Therapy. And yes, um, <laughs> Don't forget to mention Brother Gabar Kawa sent you. <laughs> that when, um, when you get to your peer therapy, uh, check him out and ask for Brother Gabar Kawa if you don't if you don't see him. Ask for him, and he will he will customize a fragrance just for you. If you want a fragrance that matches your your spirit, your chemistry, your your your, your style, uh, your mood, ask for the Brother uh, Gabar Kawa at EO Peer Therapy, located on the first floor of the mall, directly diagonal from H and M Clothing Store. I have only those small HM clothes that I'm sorry, I'm sit down. EOPA Therapy is located on the first floor of the JC Penny wing of the of the Rolling Oaks Mall, which happens to be directly diagonal from uh HM clothing store. Uh when you go there, again, you're gonna love what you see, you're gonna love what you smell, 
and ask for the brother Devar Kawali to customize the fragrance for you. Now, any one of the people there can do it. Uh, Sister Quadrasaya, um, any one of the people there can do it. But if you want something really special, something really, really unique, ask for the brother Devar Kawali, and he definitely got your back. Right? He, gets, he loves what he does. He loves what he's doing. And he, when you leave there, he, he he's gonna make sure that you have enjoyed your 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 uh, what do I call it siesta that that you, that you have enjoyed your, your your time there at EOP therapy. So please check them out on the first floor of Lingos Mall. Uh, again, the, the J.C. Penney wing of the mall, uh, directing the Agno from H and M clothing store, and they take care of you. Any of your any of your your skincare needs, they got you. Right, they can definitely take care of you. Um, at this time, so I'm running a little bit late. I'm, I, am, I am rushing this a little bit. Uh, but like, I like to send up prayers, um, and I ask that as, as, as I say these names or give these names, that you, in your individual time, that you might send up these names in prayer also for the Most High. Uh, uh, pray for everyone everywhere, but these uh, people that, that we've we put and compiled on this list um, uh, for a little extra prayer, for a little, little extra help, a little extra, little extra help. Uh, so, like I said, uh, we have to ask the Most High in the name of Christ to please listen to us now, right now. Now, please send Michael and the Holy Angels to watch over, bless, heal, protect, strengthen, help, guide, and please take away all evil, all evil people and all evil spirits, all sicknesses, all guile, all malice. Uh, in the name of our Lord uh, Jesus Christ, um, we ask. Uh, we ask these things for Brother Thawam and his wife, Waradaya. We ask this for, for the Brother John Spann. We ask for this for uh, Miss Catherine, otherwise known as Ma Dukes, uh, Tazapal's uh, uh, mother. We ask this for uh, Sister Becky and Brother Daryl. We ask for the entire Lovett family. Father, we ask for the entire Coates family. We ask this for, for Brother Kazakia and his wife, Shawashana. We ask this for the Sister Anagashia. We ask this for Brother Thawam uh, Mayam in Houston. We ask this for West Beverly, um, uh, uh, Brother Thawam here in San Antonio. We ask this for Ayana uh, Banas Banyamian, the wife of a warrior iron. We ask this father for some special needs children, uh, uh, special needs child uh, Cece, special needs child Aizali, and special needs child Aliyah. We ask father that you, uh, we ask the same for Brother Tazapa. We ask the same for Brother Kudashkabar. We ask the same for Brother uh, Yanamathan. We ask the same for uh, Brother Sham Kudash. We ask this for also um, Sister Rupi Mae Johnson. And Father, we ask you also for uh, the sister Quadashaya. Uh, we ask you again, Father, in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, or in Yahushua. Thank you always. The water are mine. All right. So just you know, a little something. Uh, the most I watch with these these people, and we, I ask that that in your own personal spare time, as you send up prayers, please please add these names to your prayer request also. Um, that the name of the Most High in Christ and their glory might be revealed and shouted throughout the earth um, for for their their mercy, their love, and their grace in helping out the people that we that ever that, that we that for everyone, but especially for the people that we just named on this on this list. Um, be, uh, for ISBHK Bible Bible Talk Podcast, um, we'd like to help donate or uh, help keep the podcast going. Uh, we we are uh, taking uh, donations. Uh, on Cash App at uh, Mashaba, M-A-S-H-A-H-B-A, they'll keep us going. And also on Google Wallet, uh, if that's more uh, convenient for you, on Google Wallet uh, at Mashaba, M-A-S-H-A-H-B-A, 575 at gmail.com. Um, they'll keep this going. We are asking for a little extra help. Um, 
for our Sunday class that we do also uh, put on Google Meet. Uh, they asked for a, a premium now, asking us, asking us to pay for um, to podcast our, our Google Meet uh, classes. Um, so asking if you, uh, for any help and donations along with that, um, that we do every Sunday from uh, 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Any donations uh, that can help us uh, keep that going here with the ISHBK Bible Talk uh, or the, uh, uh, the Hebrew class that we have every, every Sunday, uh, please uh, uh, send any donations, any help that you might have uh, to Cash App at Mashaba, M-A-S-H-A-H-B-A, or Google Wallet at Mashaba, M-A-S-H-A-H-B-A, 575, at gmail.com. All right, and if you like to have anybody else added to the uh, prayer request list, uh, uh, that, that we might ask the saints, might ask everybody to uh, add to their list and, and, and as they send up prayers for everyone, uh, please text me, area code 210-784-8463. Please go ahead and text me. If you have any questions about any, any of the podcasting the shows that I personally do, um, uh, please text me, area code 210-784-8463. Uh, and if you just send the name, I'd like to send your name and then the name of the person you'd like to add to the prayer, the prayer request, and just put, put their name and put PR behind it. Uh, that way I know it says that means prayer request. Um, if you text me your name uh, first, if you appreciate I can add you to my contacts. Then if you, uh, if, if you ever call me and I add you on my contact list already, I, I can answer the phone. I don't answer the phone if I don't have you on my contact list. Right? Um, a lot of crazies, a lot of people just, just mentally messed up, just to be honest. And so if I don't recognize your number, I don't pick the phone up. Uh, I'll, just, I'll just be honest. Maybe I should. I don't. So if, uh, if you'd like to get in contact with me, please text me first. Text me your name at Erico 210-784-8463. Um, text me your name. I can add it to my contact list. And then for anybody you'd like to add it to the prayer request, and it's not, your name's not, not, not mandatory for the prayer request, just put, uh, send the name and put PR, and I'll add it to the prayer request list for everybody. Uh, the Saints far and wide, uh, uh, far and wide, near and dear, to add it to the prayer request, um, that, that the prayer of the righteous does avail much, right? And, and, and take it to the Lord in prayer, so we can do that as well. All right, brothers and sisters, um, I am a little bit late, but we, you know, we're trying to catch up a little bit of time. Uh, this is part six. Uh, to, today's class is going to be part six of To Deny Christ. It's going to be part six of the class that we started, the series that we started, To Deny Christ. And this part, uh, again, we're going to recap a little bit and, and go further into the series. Uh, whosoever will, will come after me, let him deny himself is, is what we're going to be dealing with today. Um, since I am running a little bit late, we're going to just jump into this. Usually I want to take an intermission, but since I am running a, a chat a little bit late today, we're going to just go ahead and jump into this. As a little bit of recap, we're going to go back to, we're going to March chapter 8. A little recap that we, that, that we left, left off on a Monday. Uh, in this series that we're dealing with, period, um, of to, to deny Christ. Um, one thing that, 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 in particular with my classes, that I like to do, um, how do I say this? Uh, I, I don't like saying this as, 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 as bragging rights or anything like that. that. That's not the purpose of it. I'm not seeking vain glory or anything like that. Even, even with the prayer request, I know Christ said that, that, that we send our prayers up in, in, in a closet, send them in, in, um, uh, in, in secret, and, I, and 
because the Pharisees, they, they would send their prayers up just to be seen as holy men, just to be seen extra holy or whatever, and really going through a production uh, to make sure they're seen and known that they're, they're, they're praying and holy men. And I'm not doing it for that purpose, brothers and sisters. I don't do the, the, the prayers. I don't do uh, – I, I, I try my best not to be a, a glory seeker. I, I try my best not to be a glory seeker. I am not comfortable with crowds. I'm not comfortable with, with – I'm uncomfortable with just my name being mentioned, period. Just, just to be honest with y'all, um, uh, that that's just not really my style. That's not really my style. That's not really me. Um, with that being said, uh, I've I've been. In, let me see here. I'm getting a text from somebody. Okay. Um, got it. Okay then. Um, I first came to the knowledge of being uh, that I'm a Hebrew Israelite. Uh, that's my true, true nationality. When I was in the military, when I was in the military, and it was um, I would I would get this date mixed up. So let me take a look real quick. Um, I hadn't I had no, I wasn't planning on going here either. So. I came to the knowledge of, of the truth that I'm an Israelite when I was in the military at the age of 19 in 1989, right? At the age of 19 in 1989, is when I came to the knowledge of the truth that I am a Hebrew Israelite. Um, that's when I was awakened to, to, to my nationality. And, 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 and on this journey of not only understanding and discovering my true identity, my biblical identity, um, that I am a Hebrew Israelite, that, uh, that, uh, it's not about being a religion as far as Baptist, Methodist, Christian, Seventh-day Adventist. It's not about being a religion as far as, as the fruit of Islam or, or Muslim or whatever. But my actual biblical lineage, uh, being that, that I'm a descendant of, of, of the, the slaves who came over on slave ships um, on my father's side. I'm also uh, a descendant of um, Native American ancestry on my, on my mother's side. That those people of so-called Negro um, Native American and Hispanic descent that is scattered throughout North Central South America, that our true identity is that we're the Israelites. Right? That that's who we are. So I first came to that, that knowledge uh, back in, in 1989 uh, when I was 19 years old. So since then, what is that? Um, 99, 2009, 19, that's 30, 19, 20, 21, 22, now 23. So going on 34 years, going on 34 years that I've actually uh, been in this knowledge and, and been helping to, to teach and disseminate this knowledge since the age of 19, all right? 34 years ago is when, when it started. Um, from that time, the, 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 more, the more I just find out about this Bible or the more things get revealed to me about this Bible, like for back in 89, just to go to the scripture and find out that Christ is black was was mind blowing, was mind boggling. You know, back in 1989, uh, during that time, you know, that, for those who, who are familiar with hip hop history, uh, that was the time of, of X Clan, Public Enemy. That was the time in the birth of when conscious rap uh, was coming out. There was gangster rap, 
a lot, and there's uh, the party rap or hip hop or whatever. But it was that that consciousness. There, there was the KRS ones. There was the um, uh, BDP Boogie Down Productions. That it was during that that time where there there was a. Uh, if y'all remember, it, we are we are wearing the African medallions um, and trying to get some connection back to blackness. Uh, you know, coming coming up from the civil rights era, that now we we it was do the right thing. It it was uh uh. That that you know coming on, on on the back end of uh, uh, the Black Panthers uh, being brought down, it it was uh, um, you know the time, especially from coming out of New York, uh, you had uh, 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 the message: uh, "Don't push me because I'm close to the edge. I'm trying not to lose my head." <laughs> that it was it was it was that type of it was that time period. Um, so once you relate to something black, you had you had the Khalid Muhammad, you had uh, um, uh, uh, Louis Farrakhan, uh, things going on. There was that more, real sense of blackness. You had you had the uh, the American Indian movement that was that was going strong. You had the Brown Berets, I mean, you know, Puerto Ricans up there in, in, in New York. Um, you, it, it was just that time, right? It, it, it really was that time, which obviously being in '89 it was right before the the Rodney King verdict. It was the time of NWA with Epic Police. It was it was that time of, of of that for the youth of that time it was that that type of rage uh, that that was being expressed and that was coming out. Um, we weren't trying to deal with the party rap. We weren't dealing with no more disco. Um, that nah, it, it was the anger. Um, it was the anger that, that was that, that was coming out. And that's not why I came in. But just to give y'all a a, a brief back, background on on the environment that was going on at, at, at that time, um, there <coughs> there was no rap mogul. All right. There was no no hip hop was was about you know it was underground it was street it it was it was um, it was a code amongst us um, to find out you know the the origins of you know East Coast rap West Coast rap uh, down South rap that you had people rapping and talking about in song um, uh, the environments that they were growing up in and we were finding out that wow things happening in your ghetto is like what's happening over here in my ghetto things happening in your barrio is happening over here in my barrio that it was really that time. It was really, really a time of, of 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 that that the, the scar faces. That it that that was the time that we were living in. I'm saying all this, brothers and sisters, that from coming in that being the origin of me coming into this knowledge, me coming to this truth, that there's a t- um, there was a, a great feeling of of, of, of enjoyment. Of finding out that I'm an Israelite, finding out the people of the Bible are actually black, finding out that we have an identity. And I'm being joined by the brother Kabar Kawa. I'm sorry, Yahweh Bahashami Awashabagata, are you there? Sure, I'm sorry, Yahweh Bahashami Awashabagata. Tawa Balakwar. Babaka Tawa, Bak Shalom, Shalom, Shalom. Shalom, Mark. Um, I'm I'm calling in. I'm I'm ready. Uh, you were speaking on uh, the time <laughs> where where, yeah. where you came in, where you came in. Um, you know, during the the, the public enemy and the and the X Clan and and uh, you know, uh, hip hop was was a was a message, and it, it is a message. But back then, it was the the hip hop 
was being hit to, we had become hit to our identity as far as the blackness, as you were uh, speaking about um, earlier. I'm trying. So that's what, that's what hip hop was about, was, was being hit to uh, us discovering who, who we are as, as, a, as a people as far as us being black people. <laughs> right, right. And, and not, to dis- not to discount um, any of the things of the civil rights movement or anything like that, but coming from, from and, and to that time of, of, of uh, uh, th- there, was a, there was an anger, there, there, there was a rage, there, there was a, uh, um, a pushback. You know, it, it was, a, it, it was a, the start of the beginning of, of gangster rap. Um, where, where we just want to express ourselves in that way. Um, so, and coming back now and finding out that to read the Bible and to find out that Christ is black, Adam was black, the angels are black, the real Jews that we are black, um, uh, that that Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, they were all black. The twelve disciples was black. Um, uh, to go and now discover these things and see it in the Bible, it was it was it was. Revolutionary. Um, it was historic. It was. It was. Uh, uh, it, it's, it's been world changing, uh, and it, it's been in. It, it's the beginning of the prophecies about the twelve tribes of Israel waking back up to our nationality, that marking that, it, that we were definitely in the in the um, process of, of of about to come, about to be delivered um, out of this captivity, um, like our forefathers being delivered out of out of Egypt. Um, you know, and, and a lot of the conspiracy theories and stuff going on. But getting back to my point, that to find out these things, discover these things that that now the Bible, there is a a, a, a historical uh, connection with the minority in America. There, there's a historical connection and a spiritual connection. Um, uh, uh, to us, that it, that this, this answer and the people of the Bible, we actually are the people of the Bible, that we really are the 12 tribes of the nation of Israel. Um, and, and just being, being elated with that type of information, that we do have an identity that goes further back than the age of discovery of the Americas, that our identity goes further back than that, that since, since the white man came um, in the 1400s and started putting labels on the, on the natives here in the Americas. Um, the, the term Mexican, the term Haitian, the, the term Dominican, the term American, uh, the, the term Negro, the term uh, um, uh, um, uh, Argentinian, Chilean, Brazilian, that all these names were given to us by our, by once the so-called white man got here, that we weren't calling ourselves these names before he got here. Before 1492, um, when Columbus uh, and, and, and the Caucasian um, occupation of the Americas that there was no Baptist, Methodist, Episcopalian. There was no Seventh-day Adventist. There was no, no um, uh, AME church. There was no, no Mormons. There was no um, uh, non-denominational. The, the, these religions did not exist here in the Americas amongst our people until the arrival of so-called white people coming from um, with their Catholicism or coming with their, their whole Baptist everything, uh, coming with their, their religions, their ideologies, and their doctrines, and their way of living, um, and as much as they had the Bible in one hand, 
but a sword, a gun, um, a disease. Uh, in the other hand, that the names that we've been calling ourselves were all given to us by our enemies. They were all given to us by um, by the invaders that, uh, that came to the Americas. Our, our, our whole sense of identity had been spoon-fed to us by our enemies. So to be able to come back now and see that the Bible, when we actually read the Bible, that when we compare religion, any religion that we might have been force-fed, to now actually compare it to what the Bible actually says, that no, that every religion that we've been, been given, every identity and label that we've been given had nothing to do with the Bible. It was not biblically accurate. Like when, uh, to be in a religion called the Baptist religion, well, we know John the Baptist was, was he was called John the Baptist because he baptized people. Um, but no, nowhere in the Bible does it ever, did it ever say that Jesus Christ came to save the Baptist. That, that, that's not a recognized people, right? Um, and then go and, and actually now read the Bible, which, you know, John the Baptist, he, he was the baptizer or the immerser, if you want to take it there. But he was immersing or cleaning the children of Israel, the Jews, not everybody. And then go and further research, hold up. The reason John the Baptist was baptizing people is because his father was was a Levite. His father was a priest, Zechariah. And that's what the priest did. The priest baptized people going all the way back to the days of Moses, going back all the way to the law in the Torah, that that was something that priests did. So to understand that and get that history from actually now reading what the Bible says compared to what had been kind of – our minds have been conditioned about what baptism is, that no, they, they, we got it wrong, that, that that's not biblically accurate, and that we as a people have been so conditioned to believe that now if we're not baptized, we can't be saved. If I am not dipped in the water, I can't be saved, which you know, kind of led to, and I'm sure Debarco Watt can, can testify, like why is this water in this building, uh, in this church, why is this water more holy than rainwater. If it's all supposed to come from God, then where does the water from? Where does rain come from? If it's not coming from God, and then to see that, like when I was in a desert storm, people were getting baptized. We literally were taking old steel barrels, those fifty-five gallon steel barrels, put water in it, and you would squeeze yourself to that fifty-five gallon barrel, and be considered baptized. I'm, really? How and why is that water holy? And now because they got dipped in this water, that's supposed to make me saved? But yeah, I still find myself still doing some of the same sins. I still find myself still dealing with the same thoughts. I'm not, I don't feel anointed. I don't feel any extra special. But now I do know that once I get baptized with, by this church, I can now be a member of that church. I do have that understanding. But to say that now I'm... I'm, I'm, I'm Washing the blood of the lamb, and, and it can be any water source. To look at some, at some country cities, um, 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 uh, I don't say country, but but not urban, but 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 um, rural uh, uh, places where you can get baptized in a dirty stream, you get baptized in a dirty lake, and that's supposed to be cleansing. But as as our research continues in the scriptures to find out what it was symbolic of. Even though it, they did water baptize, it was symbolic of having your thoughts cleansed. It was symbolic of having your spirit cleansed. It was symbolic of having your, 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 your heart cleansed. 
that what we've been conditioned to believe in through, through 400 years of conditioning, of not being able to read the Bible, not allowed to read the Bible, that there's more to it. They're just, okay, or, you know, in the Catholic Church that, that I've seen, I never participated in, if, I, if there's an infant, if there's a baby, that you could pour uh, some water over his head, the priest could pour water over his head at church, uh, christen him, and that's the baptism. The baby don't even know what the hell he's doing. The baby don't know what's going on, but now he's baptized like that, and, and now he's saved? Some of these things didn't make sense. And, I, and then going into the study and actually not being able to read the Bible, finding out there's more to it. There's more to it than what we've been conditioned to believe. And so many of us have been conditioned to believe that just by getting water baptized, that's all we got to do. And we're good. There is no understanding or recognizing any of the laws of the Bible, getting into the history of the Bible. It's just this belief that once I'm baptized, and, and that'd be the question or, 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 or the, 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 the greeting that Christians would give one another. So when were you saved? And, and people know that like they know a birthday. People know that like they, like they know uh, 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 Christmas. Well, I would say June 16th, uh, 19, uh, 1974. Uh, that, that, that's when the, God came, the Lord came to my life and I was baptized. And, and I accepted the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ in my heart, and I've been saved ever since. I'm, I'm too blessed to be stressed. Or too, uh, that's what it's right. I'm too blessed to be stressed. Well, shit, I, 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 maybe I need to go to your church there, because in my church, I, I'm definitely with a lot of stress. <laughs> then, you know, the, the question we keep becoming, will lead to if there's only one Christ and there's only one Bible, why are there so many different Christian religions out here? Go through the black community, especially back then, you could find two churches on one street corner. Diagonal from from one another, and back then you had congregations getting to fight fight with one another. Talking about no, Jesus in my church, no, he he in our church. He's in both churches, and we fight about who's more holy than the other within our community. And then they come back and I read the scriptures. The scripture says, "God, God, who is a spirit, does not dwell in temples made with hands." So for us to have this, this, this conditioning that, that the church, this building that, that God it says God does not dwell in temples made with hands, well, how is this building made? And to find out that some, some churches uh, might, might, might only be a church on Sunday, but through the rest of the week, they could be a laundromat, they could be a, a, a movie theater, they could be a, 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 an office space, but now all of a sudden today on Sunday, it's a, it's a sanctified, holy place. Some of these things that when we compare religion to what the Bible says, this does not add up, that there was more to it. And that's the, the segment I'm trying to try to get to is that there's, there's more to a lot of these topics or there's more to a lot of these things than just the surface understanding that we've either been conditioned to through church or even as my, as my time as a Hebrew Israelite, there's still more to it, that this goes, this, our history our heritage, what the Bible is talking about goes a lot more extensive, a lot more deeper than just some of the surface knowledge that, that we've been given or that we've gotten or been conditioned to believe. So with that being understood and said, um, to come right now and dealing with what it means to deny Christ, what it means to deny Christ, 
that's what's led us to the, uh, this, this series that we're doing. All right, brothers and sisters. That's what's led us to the series that we're doing um, to try and help uh, bring out some understanding about what does it actually mean to deny Christ. Not actually. What's some of the deeper understandings? What's some of the deeper revelations about what it means to, to deny Christ? Now, yes, true enough, when we first come in, um, to deny that Christ is a black man, for, for some people, that, 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 yes, that is obviously a way of, of um, uh, denying Christ. That, no, Christ ain't, 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 ain't black. He, he, he's white. Uh, to come back and say that, no, Christ, Christ is not a Jew. No, he, he's a Baptist. He's a Catholic. He's a Methodist. He's a Christian. To come back and, and, and uh, 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 come back and see that, no, Christ ain't got nothing to do with Christmas, Easter, and Thanksgiving, but people are like, no, he does. That yeah, those are ways to deny Christ. Uh, Brother Gabar, what what are some other ways that, that you heard people deny Christ from 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 when we first came in? Um, de- denying uh, denying Christ. Uh, I've heard uh, ways like um, and 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 de- denying that that. Uh, the immaculate conception, or that he came as he came as an as an angel, which, in with you being in that mind frame, um, you, you're denying that he uh, magically could go through all the suffering that that he went through. In, in 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 believing that he came as an angel and 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 not as a man to show us how to get back to the heavenly father so you denying that he came uh, as as one of us is 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 a way that i've heard uh people deny christ um there's actually uh, um, I'm trying to think of a, of a more basic, uh, a more basic way to deny him that we do every day. Um, you have to help me. <laughs> yeah, kind okay, of, no uh, um, like you said, bring out, and and I am preparing that class. I'm 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 in the midst of preparing that class and really uh, bringing out bringing that that point out, like like you said. Many people say uh, deny Christ. Um, many people deny Christ came in the flesh, and the way many people do deny that Christ came in the flesh, many people want to ascribe that Mary was impregnated by the Holy Spirit, um, or that the angel, I guess, impregnated impregnated Mary, uh, and that he came in the flesh. But if we believe that that an angel or a spirit impregnated Mary then we're denying Christ's fleshly connection to his people, that Christ, be, that Christ is a Jew. Um, and then when it says he came to die for his people, for the sins of his people, um, that now it's easy to deny that Christ had a tribe, that Christ has a nationality. It's easy to deny that Christ has a color. Um, it, it, it leads to the belief that uh, Christ is just a spirit. Well, if he's just a spirit, then what did they hang on the cross? Obviously, they hung a body on the cross, and 
if Christ is born and had a flesh, had, has flesh, then that means he has a people. But it's easy to not believe that if the angel got Mary pregnant, any and all people he came to die for. And that's not scripturally accurate. That, that would be denying the Christ of, of the Bible. What Christ's purpose is, um, um, his nationality, his ethnicity, even his color, we're now denying Christ when it comes to that. So I've got a whole class. I'm going to be covering on that. I'm, I'm putting that together. And we're going to walk through that class, brothers and sisters. We're going to walk through that class. Um, uh, my name is Mashaba, uh, which does mean to draw out, that I do draw things out. You get in conversation with me, I, we're going to draw some shit out. We're we, we going to go there. It, it's gonna, it's, we're going to draw it out. Like a lot of these classes, we're going to draw it out because for me, just like anybody else, anybody else, I want to know that the works I'm doing and the things I'm doing is going to, that when Christ comes back, he'll say to me, well done, now good and faithful servant. Go on to 2 Timothy 7, 2, verse 15, where it says, show yourself approved unto God, a workman who needed not to be ashamed, that in studying God's word, there's going to be a lot of work that's got to be put in to make sure that, it's, uh, that from conditioning that we've been under for the past 500 years, um, that those conditionings are not seeping in to my belief, my understanding of what the Bible is saying. That there's got to be a lot, of, a lot of, of, of checks and balances to make sure that um, we're actually following the word of God in the context that God was, 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 has stated it when he first put it down and for us to be able to, to compile and, put the, and get together in these times. So, again, with all that being said, in dealing with the sixth part of denial, that we're getting to now beyond just the, the denying that a lot of people say that, that uh, with Christ with Christ being here and Christ dying on the cross, the Old Testament is done away with. Well, if we do that, we're still denying Christ because the Old Testament describes that when Christ comes, what he would be doing, why he would be doing it, who would be doing it for. So just to 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 disannul the Old Testament, then and then we base our belief in Christ just on the New Testament, then we don't really believe in the Christ of the Bible. And we could be denying the works that Christ was doing. We could be denying the, um, uh, what he went through. As we're dealing with this part of denying Christ, we've also been covering the suffering that Christ went through in coming in the flesh and being uh, a Jew uh, on his father's side, being Joseph. Um, and we deny Christ. And what was his example from where the Catholic Church and the Baptist Church gets communion from, what did that really represent? What was really going on with Christ at the Last Supper, which happened to be the Passover? What was really going on? And then why did he do that? Why did he take the bread um, and break it and say, take, eat, this is my body? Why did he take the wine and say, take, drink, this is my blood, I'm shedding it for you? You're going to betray me. I'm going to be betrayed to death. I'm going to suffer. I'm, go I'm, I'm going to be tortured. I'm going to be crucified. I'm going to go through these things. And we, we, we've gone through that study of, of what his mindset was like in dealing with those, with those situations, uh, that he did those things to be an example for us, not just that he did it just to do it by himself, to be an example for us of how to deal with the sufferings in following him and deal with the, 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 the afflictions and the um, uh, infirmities that we're going to be faced with in following him and having to face and now go against the conditioning that we've been conditioned with 
here in 2023 for the past 500 years. To go against the mental conditioning and, and, and mental psychology bending and the psychosis that we've been placed under since the arrival of religion in the late 1400s with Columbus and Murray Incorporated, that our minds have been totally conditioned not to really follow the Bible, or if we do, only follow the New Testament of the Bible, or follow just whatever we feel in our heart, and now to look at Christ and really see the example of the life Christ led, to really see how he did things. That Now, when we come back and we study the scriptures, and we have a choice to walk the steps of Christ or not, many people say no. If that makes me feel uncomfortable, that can't be Christ. Because the way I've been conditioned, Christ is supposed to have died for my sins so that now I can be comfortable. So if i got to be inconvenienced, if i got to be uh, somewhere where I'm not comfortable, i got to go through, through, through some experience and go through some things that I don't care to deal with, that Christ died so that I don't have to do that. But brothers and sisters, again, then why did Christ ask God, pray to God three times in the Garden of Gethsemane, not to, have, not to have to go through what he went through. It was about just doing our own will. So Christ died. Just so Christ couldn't do his will. So from the condition we have, Christ died. He can't do his own will, but he died so that now we can continue to do our, do our own will. If he died for our sins, so he died so we can continue to keep sinning? Or was it about he died to show us how to, how to change? For, but for, for, for the condition that we go through, we deny that we're supposed to be going through any inconveniences. We deny that we're supposed to go, be going through any infirmities. We, we want to deny that, that if, if my whole family, if my whole everybody around me, if we're not in this utopian um, uh, uh, Xanadu environment, environment where where it's just all peace and love and 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 joy here on earth that that's not Christ because of the conditioning we've been under we're denying Christ that's what leading us to our our, our sixth part of the of this series so Master Brother uh, Gabarkawa unless you got anything to to help uh, add or uh, bring out at, at this time so so what so what the the scriptures are have been showing us um, that you can deny you can deny Christ by if if you're in the frame of mind of believing that once he was crucified and died to wash all of our sins away that now um, there's there you, you can deny them de- deny him by believing in your mind that there's no repentance. Now you can do whatever you want now because, and and all you have to say is I, I take the I take Jesus Christ into my heart, and now I, I I'm saved because He died for me. Um, and so now, as you were saying before, if he if if he died at the will of the heavenly Father, why would why would it now be okay for us to live by our will? So in that in that belief, um, you deny 
you deny Christ by believing. Right. So, to catch again, this is the sixth part of our series on denial, um, on denying Christ. So please go back, check out ISBHBK Bible Talk on Apple iTunes uh, Podcast, iHeartRadio Podcast, Google Podcast, Podcast Addict, or our, our, our main station, www.blogtalkradio.com. Uh, for Sass for Shabbos, to catch up any of the series that, we, that we're going over about denial. And really, it, it does say, to deny Christ, part one, part two, part three, part four, part five, and now we're doing part six. Maybe let you catch up on, on some of the intricacies that we've gotten into and cover some of the other parts of, of this class. So we covered this on Monday, but I'm asking Mark Watts to read this again. We're in Mark chapter 8, starting at verse 31. You can read that, please, sir. We're going to read 31 to 38. I'm going to let you go ahead and read. God. Uh, Mark chapter 8, starting at verse 31, reads, And he began to teach them that the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected of the elders and of the chief priests and scribes and be killed and after three days rise again. And he spake that saying openly. And Peter took him and began to rebuke him. But when he had turned about and looked on his disciples, he rebuked Peter, saying, Get thee behind me, Satan, for thou savorest not the things that be of the Most High, but the things that be of men. And when he had called the people unto him with his disciples also, he said unto them, Whosoever will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it. But whosoever shall lose his life for my sake and the gospels, the same shall save it. For what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? Whosoever therefore shall be ashamed of me and of my words in this adulterous and sinful generation of him. Um, I'm not sure what verse you're in. I'm in 38. 38 right, right now. Right, right, right. So uh, whosoever therefore shall be ashamed of me and of my words in this adulterous and sinful generation of him also shall the Son of Man be ashamed when he cometh in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. All right, cool. Um, let, me, let me give this here. Um, cool. Do me a favor, right? and go back and read verse 33. Fine. Uh, Mark chapter 8 and verse 33 reads, But when he had turned about and looked on his disciples, he rebuked Peter, saying, Get thee behind me, Satan, for thou I, I said... Verse, I, I, I just want verse 33. Con, that's verse 33. Okay, read um, again. Um, Mark chapter 8 and verse 33 reads, But when he had turned about and looked on his disciples, he rebuked Peter, saying, Get thee behind me, Satan, for thou savorest not the things that be of the Most High, but the things that be of men. I wonder, I wonder, brother who did a great job with that, to read verse 32 again, because something I want, I want us to pay attention to 
is that when Christ, when Peter said that, no, after Christ professed that I've got to go to, to Jerusalem and I'm going to be killed, um, I've got to suffer and I've got to be rejected and I'm going to be killed, that Peter's reaction was like, no, you're not going to go through that. But it says that when Peter, when, when Christ looked up and saw what kind of effect Peter was having on the rest of the disciples, he had to turn back to Peter and rebuke him. He had to kind of get, his, get, get, get on him a little bit like, man, what the, get behind me, Satan. What are you doing? And I know this is contrary to the condition we have about Christ, that Christ walked around looking like a, a, you know, a, a, a hippie, like, like he, he was related to Matthew McConaughey or Woody Allen. My neighbor smoked a little bit of weed um, and was just, you know, uh, petting birds and holding sheep and feeding deer out of his hand and, 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 and petting beavers and stuff like that. Uh, kind of like uh, anorexic um, uh, Grizzly Adams. <laughs> Jesus. Kind of Disneyland a little bit, huh? <laughs> with with the birds and uh, and all of that, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that from our conditioning, that 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 was Christ. And to imagine that Christ raised his voice, he got mad, he got angry, and and and, and would go at somebody. <clears throat> that 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 is just that's far above and far beyond the conditioning that we've 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 had for the, over the past five hundred years. That that is so far beyond what, what we've been conditioned to believe about Jesus Christ. But as we read these scriptures, we're seeing, no, he was like, he looked at the effect that Peter was having, and he had to get on him. And it says that we, he saw the effect on his disciples. And I just want to remind everybody, as I look up, and I got it right here, if you haven't done it, brothers and sisters, look up the word disciples. And I, I recommend and suggest, if it's your first time coming to listen to our show, we like to use the Webster's Dictionary, the Webster's 1828 Dictionary. Not, not the Merriam-Webster, but if, you, if that's all you got, cool. But I, I, you might want to check out the, the Webster's, Noah Webster's 1828 Dictionary. That was the very first dictionary that Webster put out. And believe it or not, Webster put out that very first dictionary for Bible study. That that's what the, he originally put that dictionary together for, Noah Webster's 1828 Dictionary. Because when you go through the Noah Webster, a lot of the examples that he gives, like, like if y'all remember back in school, they might say, uh, uh, if you had a spelling bee, that in, in your spelling bee, one thing that might be said is, use the, use, uh, the spell of the word, they say, well, can you use it in a sentence? Um, to help to help get some understanding about what the word actually means. Um, that example of use the word in a sentence, you find that in the Webster, Noah Webster's AT20 dictionary, and many times the examples they they use that 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 the word in, it'll be a scripture, whether you, if you if you knew that or not. Many times he'll he'll use a scripture where the word was in that scripture. To help give it a defining or a definition or understanding about what that word means in, in a particular case, in, in a particular um, uh, situation. So I do highly recommend um, uh, to try and use the Noah Webster's. Now I've noticed that um, what, what the modern day internet has done, or what have you, 
is that if you put in uh, Webster's 1828, they'll they'll give you the Merriam-Webster's 1828, which is, you know, you can get some understanding, but it's different. It it is, believe it it or not, it's different from the Webster's 1828 dictionary. And, brothers and sisters, one thing I've I've, I've always always tried to do uh, since 1989 is I've collected so many dictionaries um, in in my 30 years, so many reference books over my 30 years. And I always try to find the the definition that's the easiest to be understood. Uh, I used to get, I mean, I don't know how many unabridged dictionaries I used to have, Uh, how many collegiate encyclopedia dictionaries I've had. And to me, when you have to use a dictionary to define a word in a dictionary, something's wrong. Something is wrong. So a lot of times, when it says believe it or not, I would actually get student dictionaries. I would, I, would, I would use a student dictionary because that's going to give the most simplest, easiest understanding of a word. Then sometimes it gets more complicated. Sometimes you're trying to define a word. You don't know what the word means. You go to look it up, and again, yeah, I use five other dictionaries to define this definition. That rule can be done, and and then it seems like a <laughs> people try and, and and use big ass words to make themselves seem more intellectual. If that's your if that's your thing. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to bash it. I'm, I'm not, I, I don't want it to come across like I'm bashing. But this is supposed to be, be written and understood for the common man, for, the, for, for eighth graders, for, for seventh graders, to be able to read this and it makes sense. Not that now you need to have a, a, a college degree. It, it, it's kind of like we go to a doctor's office, if I can say it like this, in, in this, 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 this mindset. The doctor can tell you the sickness you have, but the doctor's using all Latin words, all Greek words, um, using all big-ass words, again, I guess to justify his education, to where many of us would say, well, just give it to me straight. Break it down in layman's terms. You know, it'd be like going to a doctor and they say, you're being diagnosed with uh, diabetes, um, uh, mellitus, complex, simplex, um, whatever. And you're like, what the hell does that mean? And then you might go and, and tell one of your, your older relatives that, that you got, and they use the, the big medical term word for it, and then, you, then the relatives are, huh? And you can like and say, well, big mom, he got the sugars. Oh, Lord, he got the sugars. Now, see, they say he got the sugars? That's easy to understand. It's quick. It's easy. Then they have to come back and try to use the big ass medical term word. Give it to me easy where it can be understood by everybody. Not this is you using big ass words to make yourself seem more smart, more more intellectual. And I'm not gonna put that down like, like we have to use just simple words, but if we're trying to teach again understanding of Christ, understanding of, of his Bible. It should be in words easy to be understood, not huge-ass multi-syllable words. That now, because you're using multi-syllable words, that means you, you're more smart, you're more, more intellectual, your IQ is better. No, 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 brother, uh-uh, no. So 
Coming back and looking at Mark chapter 8, verse 33, where it says, Christ looked at his disciples. Now, I'm in, I am in the Webster's 1828 dictionary for the word disciple. And the word disciple, first of all, is, is, is a noun, and it comes from a Latin word, and the word disciple, and the Latin word they use, it means to learn. But if you're a disciple, it means you're here to learn. So if you're a Christ disciple, you're learning Christ. He's your teacher. He's your rabbi. He's your master. Um, if it was a martial art, then he'd be considered your sensei, uh, your seafood. That he, he's the teacher. All right? So, and you are the disciple. You're there to learn. Reading on the definition of one, it says, a disciple is a learner, a scholar, one who receives or professes to receive instruction from another. So I'm keep it simple, a learner or one who receives um, instruction from another. So Christ's disciples were learning and receiving instruction. That's instructions from Christ. Obviously, instructions are how to do things. It's an order, it's a steps, it's a method of how to do things. So if you're a disciple, you're, you're a student. You're receiving instruction. You're receiving how to do things. Um, so reading on, uh, it says, a disciple is a follower and adherent to the doctrines of another. Um, that's what a disciple is. A student, okay? A student, a learner. You're receiving instruction. So in Mark chapter 8, verse 33, when Christ saw Peter's reaction to what he just said about he's going to have to go to Jerusalem um, and be rejected and be killed and suffer, that Peter was like, no, that's not going to happen to you. You're not going to go through that. And to see the reaction that was on the disciples or Christ's students, Christ is uh, uh, the ones he was teaching, the one he was giving instructions to. He came back and said, "Get thee behind me, Satan, for thou savorest not the things that be of God, but the things that be of men." You're acting. You're not receiving the instructions of God, but your reaction is showing you're not thinking about what God wants. You're thinking about how how men think. You're thinking selfishly. You think about what you're going through and how this affects you. I'm saying I got to go suffer, but you're thinking about how this is going to affect you that I got to be killed. And that's how how common men would react. Not those who have been, who've been receiving instructions or lessons from Christ themselves. That's not the reaction to be given. And I'm, I'm trying to bring this out. And I'm not being eloquent about it, but I'm trying to bring this out that a lot of times we've been conditioned that if we're going through things and we think about how it affects us, our first our first thing out of our mouth is, ain't that what other everybody else does? Well, how would you feel? Well, what do you think about this? How, how do you think that what I'm going through is right, is fair, is what have you? Should, should I do something about it? And we want to get the common opinion of, of everybody else and say, well, since everybody else is doing it, since everybody else is doing it or everybody else feels this way, then it's okay for me to feel this way also. It's okay for me to react to this also. 
But that's people operating off their emotions, how they're being affected. For Peter to react this way, he's thinking about how he's being affected that Christ, you're going to be killed? I'm not going to see you no more? Peter's reacting from the sentiments of Christ. No, not you. How am I going to be able to survive? How am I going to be able to deal? I, I, I can't. I, I I I can't bear the thought that you're going to be gone, that you're going to be killed, and that this that sentiment was now going around to the other disciples of, of feeling sad, of feeling, oh my God, what we're going to do, of panic, and not following and holding on to their instructions, not following on to what they've been taught, not following on to now this isn't about. This whole time, it ain't been about the whole time they've been with Christ. For the three years of Christ's ministry that they were around him, they were seeing to be instructed, whether verbally, um, directly, or indirectly, they're saying about how you feel. Everything in Christ's life is about is not about what affects me and how it affects me. We're here to give charity, to give love, to give freely to others. And I've, I, I, I've taught this to y'all. In word, in word lessons. Now you see my example of doing the exact same thing. You see how exhausted I've been, but I still give. You see I've been taken advantage of. That people only came around because I was healing. People only came around because he was giving food. But any other time, they didn't give two dams. They didn't give two thoughts. You see how many thousands and thousands of people of the Jews is like that, that we've healed, and how many of them actually came back and said thank you? How many of them actually came back and, 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 and showed appreciation? Y'all seen this. Y'all seen how I, I reacted to these situations. That is not about how I feel. That's not about what, what, what I think. It's not about, about me. I've taken y'all's food and we've divided it up and given it to others. Y'all have seen these actual examples. So don't get to the time now where I'm about to be go, going to be crucified and now the reaction is supposed to be about how this affects you and what you feel. Because if you do that, then you're not savoring. I'm going to to find this word out. I might not be able to. If we need the word savor. It's not coming up here. Okay. I'm gonna go to the internet. What you got? Um, I got a, a distinctive, a distinctive quality, of a particular flavor or or smell. No, that's not. That's not gonna work. Um. Uh, 
I, I got somebody from uh, this from online. Uh, Webster's Dictionary of 1828. Savor is an adjective. It's an adjective from, from well, actually, this is savory. From an adjective from savor, meaning pleasing to the organs or smell or taste. All right, so savory means something pleasing to the organs, to the smell, or to the taste. So, and come back and check out the scripture. It oh, says okay. what now? <clears throat> uh, Mark uh, 833, it says, uh, Get thee behind me, Satan, for thou savorest not the things that be of the Most High. That, but I'm sorry, go ahead. But the go things ahead. that be, of, but the things that be of men. Just, just finishing out the uh, on the scripture. Okay. So get behind me, Satan, because thou savorest not the things that be of God. Like what God wants. It's not pleasing to you. It's not, it's not appeasing your senses of, 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 of what you feel is good or what you feel is bad. You're not savoring that, that if this is pleasing to God, and this is what God wants, that that should be pleasing to us, is that no, you're following Satan, that it's about your senses. You're following Satan, it's about your, your, your reaction about how it makes you feel, as opposed to if this is what God, if this is the sacrifice that God wants, if this is what I got to go through to please God, then we should that I should feel okay with I'm doing this to please God. But if I'm gonna be like a man, then and, and and go by reactions, it's satanic. Because now it's about how I feel. Now my 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 moves, my choices, my decision making is based on how I feel, and that is satanic. That is not of God. And that's why Christ said, get behind me, Satan. For you savor is not the things that be of God, but the things that be of men. Now, you're not, you're not thinking about what, it's not feeling good to you, tasting good. It's not pleasing your senses about what pleases God. You're thinking about what affects you and what pleases you and how you feel. That is satanic. How do we know that? Just to back it up a little bit more, let's go to... I think in S U A L. Let's go to James chapter. Who? We only two scriptures. Let me just pull these up. All right. Um. Um, let's get James chapter 3. God. <clears throat> James chapter 3, and uh, you want me to start? Verse 13. Verse 13. Huh. Uh, James chapter 3 and verse 13 reads, Who is a wise man and endued with knowledge among you? Let him show out a good conversation, his works, with meekness of wisdom. So the question being asked, and remember, this is James. And, yeah, when, when you do the history about James, James was actually the blood biological brother of Jesus Christ. Right? That, this is that James, who was actually blood brother of Jesus Christ. 
through Mary and Joseph, his biological blood brothers. All right? So he's giving us this. He's giving us this, this insight. He says, so the question is being answered, or actually the statement is being made. So who is the wise man and a dude with knowledge among you? All right, cool. So those of us who, there's people in the world that really think they're wise. They really think they're, they're dealing with wisdom. And a lot of times we might even find ourselves when faced with what the Bible says that will go contrary to how we feel, or, again, we're basing wisdom on, well, does, is everybody else doing this? Now, if everybody else is doing it, then that means it must be okay. If everybody else feels this way, it must be okay. That's why, you know, being here in America, that we'll form unions. And why is the union formed? Because we that work this particular trade or whatever, we feel that we're being treated uh, unjustly, unfairly, and we want to make sure that we have a voice to, to be heard. So we join a union of all the different unions I'm able to we want to make sure that we all feel this way, so we, we want a spokesman. We want somebody to be there for us. All right, cool. And, and that's using wisdom um, uh, in, uh, in voting, in, in, in politics, that uh, we're going to vote, and we all feel this way, so we all call ourselves Democrats. And we all call, we're going to call ourselves Republicans. Uh, but, but you know what? Within the Democrats or Republicans, we feel that we're more liberal. All right, well, we feel we're more conservative. So we, we, we start to get all these things where people are, are, are classified by we all feel this way. We all feel that this is okay or this is not okay. So we're going to congregate or, or unite um, um, because we all feel this certain way. So James asked the question, who is a wise man and learn and endured with knowledge among you? So who really has the knowledge of God? A lot of wise people, people with degrees, people with, 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 uh, have gone to college, have, uh, have got master degrees, have got associate degrees, have got PhDs, and have real academic knowledge. Then you got those who, 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 who are not so-called college-educated, just to give me a comparison, not, not, not to uh, make an intellectual comparison, but there's those who know, I'm not, I didn't go to college, I didn't finish school, but um, I'm, uh, I'm common sense smart. Uh, I got common sense. I might not know academics, but I got more. I got more common sense. You, you have book knowledge. I've got life knowledge, or what they might call street knowledge. Cool. So, who's a wise man, and to do it with knowledge among you? All right, cool. Who's really got the right wisdom? Because a lot of times we'll, we'll get into into debates and comparisons about who's smarter than who, and and, and who is God working with more. We, we, we'll, we'll go there. So who is a wise man and a dude with knowledge among you? Cool. Then let him show, show out of a good conversation his works with meekness of wisdom. Not in, then cool. If you really got, got wisdom, you're wise, and you got knowledge, then out of a good conversation, show what your works, show your works from a good conversation. Not in bragging, not in boasting, not in, 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 in trying to prove why you, you should be in the HNIC, why you should be in charge, why you should be listened to, why you should be followed. Don't do that. So forth, out of a good conversation, your works with meekness of wisdom. With meekness of wisdom. Reading on. <clears throat> James chapter 3 and, and verse 14 reads, but if ye have bitter envying and strife in your hearts. 
glory not and lie not against the truth. All right. Excuse me. We're going to get to the point. I could go into that more, but I'm not. I want to get to the point. Verse 15. Go ahead. This wisdom descendeth not from above, but is earthly, sensual, devilish. There's a wisdom that is not from above. There's a wisdom that is earthly. There's a wisdom that is, is sensual. There's a wisdom that is devilish. All these three adjectives, all they're pointing back to, there's a wisdom based on it's earthly, meaning this is how everybody else feels. So, so because I, this is how everybody else feels, that's why it's right. There's a wisdom that is not from above that is sensual. It's just based on how people feel. So when we're going to ask, wouldn't you feel the same way? If this happened to you, wouldn't you feel the same way? So if I did this, then, then, then I must be right because you do the same thing. Everybody else does it, so why am I wrong? All right, cool. You made that decision. And remember, if we remember what, what it means to be wise, wise means to be the, the dictionary definition. Wise means the ability to make the right decisions based on a goal. If your goal is to please the most high, then there's a way to do it. There's a, 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 there's a process to go about and make sure that you make a decision if your goal is to please the most high. But there's also a decision that you can make that's based on what's going to please you. And that's based on how you feel, how we feel, based on what's going to be pleasing to us, what me, what's going to be savory to us that is not savory to God. That's not savory to what the most high is going on. Somebody ask the brother, can read, uh, read that again, verse 15 again, uh, James chapter 3 and verse 16. 15. Hello, hello, hello. Okay, and I'm I'm here. Um, my uh, my earphones just just went out. Um, <clears throat> okay. So you need me to uh, to read uh, James chapter three and verse sixteen. James chapter three and verse fifteen again, please. Con. James chapter three and verse fifteen. Read this. Wisdom descendeth not from above, but is earthly sensual, and devilish. So when Christ rebuked Peter, going back, to, going back now to Mark chapter 8, verse 33. Oh, you know, there was another verse I wanted to get. I'm sorry. Before we go, before we go back to there, let's go to Jude. All right, let's go to the book of Jude, you know, the one by Revelation. Jude, chapter 1, and let's start at verse 17. Uh, Jude, verse 17 reads, But, beloved, remember ye the words which were spoken before of the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ. So Jude is is laying it out. Beloved, remember ye the words which were spoken of before of the apostles. Remember what 
that, that those who graduate from being disciples, being students, to apostles, that now they graduate to become teachers of how Christ did things. They passed the course. They went through the training. They went through, through, through everything to now become apostles. They didn't name themselves apostles, they, but they went through that training with Christ. The examples that Christ said they went through, they were walked through. They were, they, were, they were led by the hand by Christ, received their training from Christ to become apostles. So Jesus said, hey, remember the words which, which were spoken before of the apostles of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, or I would say in the ancient Hebrew, Yahweh Shai. Don't forget these words. Reading on, verse 18. Verse 18, how that they told you there should be mockers in the last time who should walk after their own ungodly lusts. That there's a warning. Again, as we're reflecting even on Christ rebuking Peter, saying, forget thee behind me, Satan. You savor not the things that be of God, but be of men. Remember how the apostles were telling us this, that Christ warned us about this. That in the last days, there are going to be mockers in this last time who walk not after, who, who should walk after their own ungodly lust. That, I, that the lust they're walking after is what men walk after, how this affects me, how it makes me feel. I'm not going to walk after I, I might have to suffer. I'm, I might have, not even might. I'm going to be inconvenienced. I, it's going to go contrary to how I feel. As we're going, as, we, as in a, this series of denial, it's going to be contrary to what my mom says. It's going to be contrary to what my dad says. Uh, it's going to be contrary to what my wife and children might even say. It's going to be contrary to my own lifestyle of, of what I'm trying to build for myself. To follow Christ, I'm going to have to deny these things. And then it's going to be in the last days. There's going to be a, those. There's going to be mockers in the last times. We ain't got to suffer. If, that, if you don't feel like doing like that, or, or that's what you're going through, oh, that's wrong. That's wrong. Why are you a part of that? What, how, how, is, how is it you're part of something that goes against family tradition? How is it you're part of something where, where um, you don't put family first, uh, blood is thicker than water? What's wrong with you? How is that Jesus Christ? That's not the Christ we've been conditioned to believe. How is that Christian? How is that? Is that what your church teaches? That's what your school teaches? How is that Christ? That is not what we've been conditioned with. And a lot of people don't want to face that or deal with that. As much as people know that Christ at 12 years old was in the temple, and Christ said to his mom and dad and the whole family that was looking for him, where you been? You had us worried. Don't you know I must be about my father's business? He said that at 12 years old. But now put that, that, that Christ at 12 was supposed to be, have a reaction, or Christ was supposed to be affected by he made his mom and dad and all the other family members to worry about where he was at. That, that oh, my God, that sense of my mom and dad have been worried about me. No. He said, don't you know I must be about my father's business? Like, almost in sarcasm. Like the angel didn't talk to you? 
We were supposed to get that uh that home alone that home alone feeling, you know. Oh, he he's he's off by himself. Um you right. know so the so the family had to hurry up and get back, you know, because of how they felt. Oh, you know, but in the aspect of 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 of, of Christ really saying it's really not about how it's not about your will or how you feel. It's it's about it's about the heavenly Father's will and pleasing Him. And that the the way it was being stated, that was supposed to make Christ feel bad that He made His mom and dad and family members to worry. Huh. That that was supposed to be the lesson. I, I agree with what you're saying, but the Home Alone, uh, a movie series, and all that type of stuff. But all that was supposed to to, to affect Christ that how could you be doing this knowing that your actions made his, his mom, his dad, and all his family that was living in Nazareth that it came to Jerusalem for the Passover at that time, that to inconvenience everybody and have everybody worried sick, have everybody worried, that that was supposed to affect Christ's mind like, oh, my God, I can't do this. This was wrong of me that I'm doing the most high's work, but it made my family feel a certain way. That was supposed to leave that type of effect on Christ so that he would not now in the future, he would have to think more about how this, what he's doing that affects his family as opposed to, don't you know I must be about my father's business? That was the example that Christ left. Whereas the way we've been conditioned in the world, because of the effect, our, our dealing with the Most High, dealing with God, dealing with what the scriptures actually say, the effect that we left on family members will be enough to make many of us want to either second guess, it'll make many of us, you know, overly think about, you know, okay, if I do this, what's my family going to say? What's my mom going to say? What's my dad going to say? What's my wife going to say? What are my children going to say? I've raised them up this way, and now I'm saying this. What are they going to say? This is going to cause a lot of problems. This is going to cause a lot of issues. I'm, those that love me and care about me and, and worry about me, this is going to affect them, so I can't do this. Even because I know it's about God, but no, I just can't do it because I'm, I'm, I'm savoring how they feel and my relationship with them and how I feel about them, that means more to me and is more valuable to me than how God feels, how my decisions and my actions, how it makes God feel. I'm more worried about what my family, as we was going over in, in, in early part of the series of the, To Deny Christ, that those that be a, a man's foes shall be they of his own household. A man's enemies shall be they of his own household. Uh, uh, the man, the ones who are going to fight more against you are those that are closest to you in your own family. That's what Christ said. But when you, when a person is more caught up into the emotion of, wow, I'm following the scriptures, and but my family don't agree with it, so I don't know if this is right. I can't, I can't have them affect 
I can't let my family be affected like this. What's my family going to think about me? I'm not doing that against my family. I'm not going to let my family feel that. Well, brothers and sisters, this is when we start to slip into, and we start to cross that line into denying Christ. That this is what the scripture says, and this is what the Most High says, and it's going to make my family feel a certain way. And now that weighs more with me or with the person than, than anything. Then I'm more worried about what they think and how, how, how I can still be accepted by them and still kind of be accepted by Christ. That this is what, if we can read that verse again, um, uh, Jude chapter 1 and verse 18 again. Con, uh, Jude chapter 1 and verse 18 reads how that, they told you there should be mockers in the last time who should walk after their own ungodly lusts. They're walk, just like when, when, when Christ rebuked Peter. I know a lot of us think the ungodly lust is because I watch porn. A lot of us say uh, it's an ungodly lust because, because uh, from, from church conditioning, because I, because I, uh, I listen to heavy metal music. Uh, from church conditioning, um, and ungodly lust is, uh, I, I even can say, from modern conditioning, there'd be a time when an ungodly lust would be recognized as homosexuality. But now in the world we live in today, you have a lot of kids and a lot, and a lot of a whole, people growing up today in the LGBTQ influence, which really is ungodly. I'm not, because all that is based on what? How you feel. It's based on this is how I feel. I feel like I'm a man trapped in a woman's body. That's how I feel. I feel uh, like I'm, not, I'm non-binary, whatever, whatever the hell that means. I don't want to know. I feel like uh, uh, I'm a man, but I feel more comfortable dressing like a woman. I'm a woman. I feel more comfortable dressing like a man. I'm a man, and I feel like I'm in love with this other man, and that's inspired by God. I'm a woman, and I feel like I'm in love with this other woman, and I need a man to I need to go to a sperm bank, have a man donate his semen so I can get impregnated so that me and my wife can be together in holy matrimony. Huh? Again, based on how you feel. That's the extremes that it's getting to. But bringing more closer to home, if the if, again still dealing with our feelings, that if this is going to affect my family this way, I'm going to mock that. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going with that. I'm going to make fun of that. Like hell no. I'm please. If this is not about how if if it's not pleasing to me, where it's something that I want to do, I'm not with it. And Christ and Jude was warning us. Reading on verse 19. Thank you. Verse 19. Uh, Jude uh, chapter 1 and verse 19 reads, These be they who separate themselves, sensual, having not the spirit. These be they who do what? Separate themselves. They separate themselves based on what? The very next word? Sensual. Being sensual. Right. And when we make our decisions based on being sensual. And I see the time is getting short here. Um, if we base everything we do on being sensual, again, sensual from the Webster's 1820 Dictionary. 
um, sensual, pretending to the senses, uh, as distinct from the mind or soul. Um, let me see here. I need to adjust my screen. Uh, consisting in sense or depending on it as sensual appetites, hunger, lust, and etc. Um, definition number three for sensual, affecting the senses or derived from them as sensual pleasure or gratification. So in, de- in dealing with sensual, a person is, and everything's based on how I feel, how it makes me feel. That says when a person is, 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 every decision is based on if this makes me feel good or not. I'm only going to do the things that make me feel good. Or when I ask around and I take my poll, I take my questionnaire to everybody, hey, I'm going through this. Do you think this is right? Hey, I'm going through this. Do you think this is fair? Hey, I'm, I'm going through this. Man, what would you do in this situation? See, see, I thought the same thing, so I know that I, I, we're thinking the same thing. That's dealing with the senses based on feelings, based on how it it, is pleasing to a person. And now according to the scripture, if that's what we're going to base everything off of, verse, verse 19 says what, please, sir? Yes, sir. These be they who separate themselves, sensual, having not the spirit. You don't have the spirit. You don't have the spirit of Christ. If you're making everything based on how you feel, or when you take your, your, your poll, your your questionnaire, how do you feel? How, how would you feel if this happened to you? How, how would you react if this happened to you? When we go through, when a person is leaning on that, and saying, see, that's the spirit. See, that's the spirit, let me know. See, I, I knew that. I was feeling that. I had this feeling. This, I was feeling like this was wrong. See, that's the spirit. No, no not according to the Bible. Not according to the Bible. No, that is not the spirit. Not the spirit of Christ. The spirit of Satan, yes. The spirit of the devil, yes. But not the spirit of God. Not the spirit of God. But we've been conditioned to go by our senses, to go by our superstitions, to go by your feelings. We've been conditioned to go by your heart. Well, what does your heart tell you? We've been so conditioned for this past 500 years that you'll make decisions based on a dream. Because how the dream affected you, that somehow we've related a dream has more, it's got to have some meaning because of how it made me feel. Hold up. You had a dream, but the scripture says this. Man, but it was just so, this dream was real. I, I ain't going to say that you didn't feel that in your dream. I ain't saying you didn't feel nothing in your dream, but this is what the Bible says. If you're making your decisions based on how that dream made you feel, that's not other most high. That's you dealing with your senses. That, according to what, what Christ told Peter, that's of Satan. Christ said, when Christ said, get thee behind me, Satan, in modern day terms, you know what he was saying? Get out of my face. 
you're now going to, for the, the time that Peter was with Christ, then now Peter's going to make decisions based on how he feels? Man, you're in offense to me, man. Get out my face. You even see me go through this whole thing. It had nothing to do with my senses, how I feel. But now all of a sudden, we get to this point here, it's about how you feel. And you're getting the other disciples, my students, to now also believe it's about how you feel. You got to go. Get from in front of me. I can't, I, get out of my face. I, 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 uh, so I guess I started talking about hip hop in the beginning of the class. <laughs> no, I ain't gonna go there. I ain't gonna go there. I'm not, I'm not gonna go there. <laughs> Get the funk out my face. Get that funk <laughs> out my face. I'll go there. I'm sorry. You can you can go boondocks too. You know you need to fall back. <laughs> I, you know, I, 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 we'll go there then. You need to fall back. You need to fall back with that bullshit. <laughs> That's essentially what what the true color, the true color crowd being a black man. That's what the black man named who the world calls Jesus Christ said to the other black man named Peter. <laughs> maybe if I, if I bring that, that that aspect to it. What did this, this black man named Jesus Christ say to this other black man, Peter? <laughs> Maybe now we, we, we can attach a, a little bit more of the reality of how that, how that conversation was really going on. Right. And, and again, not, not, not that, that anorexic Grizzly Adams who, uh, who, 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 who looked at real, you know, <laughs> anorexic, kind of sick, pale, thin. Like I, it, it'd be easier to if I, if I got that in my head about Christ. Like Peter, oh Peter, get thee behind this me. <laughs> oh, oh my God! Anybody got a trisket? I'm so famished. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no. <laughs> even so, when, even when Chris, when when Chris great, Tucker, great, great. even when Chris Tucker was like, um, give, putting in our mind that. What if what if Michael Jackson was a was a pimp, you know? And you know how how meek he is, how meek, right, you know. Right. That he even told, you know, he he even portrayed him as, you know. I say slow down, damn. Right, 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 right. <laughs> you know, there was some flavor to that, some some attitude, you know, some some spirit. Yeah, man, get out of my face with that. <laughs> you need to fall back. You, it's not about how you feel. Kai. You know? Kai, Kai, Kai. So let's go back and we'll finish this up. 
Uh, let's go back to Mark chapter 8, and we were in verse 33. Mark chapter 8 and verse 33. Uh, Mark chapter 8 and verse 33 reads, But when he had turned about and looked on his disciples, he rebuked Peter, saying, Get thee behind me, Satan, for thou savorest not the things that be of the Most High, but the things that be of men. Now, hold up. Let's do this. We here. We here. Um, It says rebuked, right? Come on. Verse 33. Do you have a, a good definition for rebuke, Art? Um, yeah, It says uh, rebuke or rebuke to criticize sharply. Hold up. So what does black man do to the other black man? He criticized them sharply. If this, I, 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 so so the the, the 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 kind of look I'm getting in my face right now is for those who might remember the the, the TV show Good Times, and you had <laughs> you had John Amos who played the father, and J.J., who played his son. And when right. J.J. would say something stupid, <laughs> the look that would be on James's face, or, or, or Saffron the son, when Lamont would say something that, that, that Fred G. Saffron didn't did, with, <laughs> what would Fred G. Saffron say to his son in the TV show? And it was hilarious because it was relatable. <laughs> you big dummy. <laughs> You're a big dummy. Um, I, I know I'm going old, 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 old school for for anybody yeah. not maybe forty years of age or older or whatever. But um, or you know what, uh, uh, Grandpa in Boondock, <laughs> uh, him him getting on on, on Riley, hell, Riley rebuking everybody. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm, I'm sorry I'm not familiar with a lot of more modern-day um, TV shows or, 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 or what have you. But to rebuke someone is to criticize them sharply. Sharply. Con. The other, what you uh, say, bro? Is, the other definition is an expression of strong disapproval. And it, an expression of strong disapproval, and not on some 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 Michael some 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 uh, Michael Brady going to Greg Brady about I'm very disappointed in you. Hell no. <laughs> you 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 need a timeout. 
because this is just <laughs> no, <laughs> like like most of us know. No, you're not getting time out. You get knocked. The, you get knocked out. <laughs> or, or uh, you know, Pulp Fiction, uh, Samuel L. Jackson. Say what one more time? <laughs> right. <laughs> Christ had to uh, raise up. Yeah. Uh, Christ had to give Peter some smoke. (laughs) Come on, Gabar, help me. (laughs) Help me, Gabar. (laughs) You know, you know um, the the grizzly the the grizzly Adam uh, images is that's cap. Stop tapping, man. That's cap. <laughs> that ain't how it happened. <laughs> I'm thirsty. Get me, get me behind this. <laughs> right, right, right. Time, time. You trying to embarrass me on TV? You know, because you, <laughs> if you look at it, he looked at how the disciples were being affected by what Peter was saying. Yes. So you know, it's like it's it's not about you. You need to get you in the way. You need to fall back. You don't know what you're talking about. You're going off of your emotions, off of yes. your impulse, and and you know, and you got everybody else reacting the same damn way. Right. What the hell are you doing? I'm going to go here. Like Kevin Hart said, don't be a nigga. Be my nigga. (laughs) I just told everybody, I just told everybody that I'm going to build my church on you. I just told everybody that, that, that I'm giving you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. And niggas, you coming like this? <laughs> you got everybody <laughs> shook up in here. <laughs> I, why is EPMD in my head right now? Ready to rock? Uh, ready to roll? Uh. <laughs> the crossover. <laughs> Chill on that shit. Chill on that shit. <laughs> that's, that's, you know. The most recent is, is the cap. That's you know. <laughs> Talk with that cap. Even still throw it out. Yeah. Um, hell, let's go old school. We there. Uh, Ice Cube. If you're scared, go to church. 
You ain't built for this, son. Or 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 maybe uh, a minister society. You you know you 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 really you know you really acting like a bitch right now. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know. But I like that. Let's 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 go MC8. What well, MC8 in Miss Society? Those guys are like a bunch of. What <laughs> um, it is, what it is. This is the will of the Father, and 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 you're denying. You know, in that statement, he was he was denying, actually denying. The, what Christ was saying, because Christ had already said, uh, I'm going to have to to suffer many things, and they're going to put me to death. And then Peter is, you know, really denying, denying yeah. what he was saying. Based on yeah. his emotions. Time. Let's see verse 34. Time. Mark chapter 8 and verse 34 reads, and when he had called the people unto him with his disciples also, he said unto them, whosoever will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Cool. We're going to get ready to end this um, this class today. But what I want to do is I want to read Mark chapter 8 verse 34 and I want to read this same verse in some other versions of the Bible. And I have them pulled up right here. And anybody wants to write these versions down, uh, please feel free to. If you get the East Ward, I'm going to say, all right, now, brothers and sisters, do not sleep on East Ward, um, at eastward.org. Don't pay for it. If you go to download it, don't pay for it. It's free. And all the different Bible references and Bible health tools and, and different Bibles and dictionaries and uh, um, the Apographer, um uh, uh, encyclopedias, commentaries, you can get all that for free on, on Eastward. If you have a, a, a desktop or a laptop, you want to do yourself that favor of, of, of getting Eastward. It really is, it, it's a help, to say the least. So I've got Mark chapter 34, and I've got different versions uh, that I'm going to read. I think Bible study tools also has has access to uh, to reading verses and reading uh, the Bible in different versions. Um, and I'm doing this just to try and help bring out the understanding of, of, of this, that it might resonate with different people. All right? So in Mark chapter 8, verse 34, the book of Mark chapter 8, verse 34, it says, and turn to the mass of, of people with his disciples. Now, let me do this one more time. Goodbye. Please read, verse, uh, read, through, read Mark 8, let me slow down. Please reread Mark eight thirty four, and then I'm gonna come back and read these other other versions. Please read that again. Time, uh, Mark chapter eight and verse thirty four reads, and when he had called the people unto him with his disciples also, he said unto them, Whosoever will come after me, let him deny himself, and take up his cross, and follow me. Cool. Now, to understand that, that it wasn't just Peter and the, the, the 12 disciples, the 12, the 12 disciples. It was a mass of people that was there at the time. Then now, Peter being the like, number one disciple, you're going to come with this 
this type of emotion like this in front of everybody, that everybody think about how they feel, that Christ now had to actually rebuke, after he rebuked, criticized sharply, expressed strong disappointment for what the hell Peter just did, that now Christ had to go and turn to the masses and had to say, and turn, now I'm reading Mark chapter 8, verse 34, and the, this is the Bible in basic English. I'm going to read that same verse that Gabar just read, but now I'm going to read, it in, uh, read the same verse for, in the Bible in basic English. And it says, and turning to the mass of people with his disciples, he said to them, if any man has a desire to come after me, let him give up all other desires and take up his cross and come after me. So to come back now and look and read this same verse in the Bible basic English, if you want to really follow, if you have a desire that you really want to follow Christ, you want to be a true Christian and come after Christ, he says, let him give up all other desires and take up his cross and come after me. That And you, yes, you getting rid of your desires, what you want is going to be a cross. That is going to be a burden. You ain't going to be able to fulfill what your desire is, your bucket list, that you, whatever it is you feel. You got to give that up. That's, that's the person taking up his cross and now following after Christ. That's the Bible in basic English. <coughs> now, from a study Bible, this is called the Beeren Study Bible. I'm reading from the, now the same verse, Mark chapter 8, verse 34, from the Beeren Study Bible. And it says, then Jesus called the crowd to him along with his disciples, and he told them, if anyone wants to come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. So again, if we want to be true Christians, biblical Christians, we really want to follow Christ. If anyone wants to come after me, he must, must deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. It just can't be based on how you feel. If we're following Christ, it, this cannot be based on how we feel. It cannot be based on our desires. This ain't going to work. This is not going to work. I'm going to read now from, it's called the Common English Version. The Common Common English version of Mark chapter 8, verse 34. And it says, Jesus then told the crowd and the disciples to come closer. And he said, if any of you want to be my followers, you must forget about yourself. You must take up your cross and follow me. This is the common English version of the Bible on Mark chapter 8, verse 34. If any of you want to be my followers, you must forget about yourself. You must take up your cross and follow me. Now I'm going to read the same verse in the Good News Bible. Now I'm going to read the same verse, Mark chapter 8, verse 34, in the Good News Bible. This is what it says. Then Jesus called the crowd and his disciples to him. If any of you want to come with me, he told them, you must forget yourself. 
carry your cross and follow me. That's the good news Bible. We already have the King James Bible. Now I'm going to read the, the, the LSV is, let me see this real quick. The LSV is, I got to look this up real quick. Oh, hang on, here it is. The LSV is the literal standard version of the Bible. The literal standard version of the Bible, the LSV, from Mark chapter 8, verse 34. And he says, and having called near the multitude with his disciples, he said to them, whoever wills to come after me, let him disown himself and take up his cross and follow me. If it's your will to come after Christ, let him disown himself and take up his cross and follow me. If Christ is going, if you if you want Christ to be your shepherd, if we want Christ to, to lead us, and we're going to follow Christ, we are His sheep. Let him disown himself. In the Young's literal translation of the Bible, from the Young's literal translation of the Bible, it says, and having called near the multitude with his disciples, he said to them, whoever does will to come after me, let him disown himself and take up his cross and follow me. Same thing as, as the close, like the LSV. Now, this is the James, um, Maddox, let, me, let me make sure I got this right. The this is the, the Jonathan Mitchell New Testament. I'm gonna read this from the Jonathan Mitchell New Testament now. From the Jonathan Mitchell New Testament, it says, Then upon calling the crowd together with his disciples toward himself, he said to them, If anyone continues purposing or is intending or willing to come behind or after me, let him once for all completely renounce, deny, or disown, or say no to himself, and pick up his cross, or torture, or death, and thus let him be continuously, or habitually, or progressively following coming after and accompany me. So I just wanted, brothers and sisters, for, uh, to, to hit this up and go over this. Brother Gabar, any, any, any reflections on what we just went over? I, I don't know if, if you're still, still here or not. Yes, yes, I'm, I'm still here. Um, just in, in going through these scriptures, um, we find that we can deny Christ by not denying our own thoughts of, and desires and denying our, our own selves. That, that's, 
that in itself, if you, if you don't deny Christ, the, the, the scripture says, whosoever will come after me, whosoever will come and follow after my example, let him deny himself. Let him deny his ways. Let him deny his thoughts. Let him deny his desires. Let him disown himself. Let him disown himself. He mu- we must forget about ourselves. Come and take up, take up his cross or or his burden, and follow the example of Christ. And since the the the, the scripture before this one, well, not the scripture before this one, but of coming up, going up to where Christ was telling the the disciples that he was going to have to suffer many things um, if we are to to follow after him or follow after his example, that would include suffering the things that he suffered also. Time. And so when you deny um the, the the suffering, you also you also cross the line in denying Christ also. And Sorry. if you're in the yeah, yeah, being in the frame of mind that it's supposed to be euphoric and, and you know, everything is supposed to be all good now. And 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 we're not supposed to go through any affliction, any 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 tribulation. Any persecution. When you're in that mind frame, you you are in a mind frame of of denying Christ. Also. True. So with that, brothers and sisters, thank you, thank you everybody for tuning in. <coughs> uh, hopefully, this was in, informative for everybody. Everybody got, got something out of it. Um, please join us tomorrow. Now, tomorrow uh, we did start our, our series. Well, let me, let me slow down. Tonight being Wednesday, we do invite you to please check out um, ISBHBK. We have two YouTube, cha- two YouTube channels, uh, but class is being taught live tonight. Uh, you can check out either ISBHBK uh, San Antonio, starting at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time um, on YouTube, or you can check out ISBHBK uh, uh, Houston uh, tonight on uh, ISBHBK Houston, starting again at 10 p.m. to 9 p.m. on YouTube. If you don't happen to be in the, the uh, San Antonio area or if you're not in the Houston area, you can check out class with, uh, with those families and those congregations on YouTube tonight. Uh, if you happen to be in the area, uh, please uh, check out our schools. Right? Please check out our schools. Um, uh, come and learn. Uh, it, it's nothing like actually being, being there and, and, and letting the, the, the scriptures being breathed on you. Uh, and when you're actually an actual physical participant, not just a digital participant, but actual physical participant in the class, it really is, it really is uh, uh, an experience. It really is an experience. So we invite you to please uh, uh, don't hesitate to check, check, them, check that out, check them out. Uh, and then join us again tomorrow. Uh, now, tomorrow we did start, the, the last Thursday, we did start uh, Tell the Pause New Day of um, uh, FYI, uh, for your information, 
whereas we, we have Tough Spot Tuesdays, and he did pick up uh, Thursdays with For Your Information, where Tough Spot takes Thursdays. Uh, any questions that people might have, that whereas on Tuesdays, he goes over current events and, and the current topic that, that, that he's working on. So he wanted to dedicate Thursdays to if anybody's got questions, call in or text him or, or get in touch with him, and he'll cover whatever questions you have and be able to cover it on the format where it can be laid out. And who knows? Your question, a lot of other people might have that same question, so get your questions in to them. Get your questions in because the same questions you have, someone else might have, just then it, you never know how, how it works. So he's dedicated Thursdays uh, to FYI, meaning for your information. If you have a question, then let's get into the scriptures for your information. But tomorrow, um, as, you, as you hear that we have to find our prayers, uh, he's going in for surgery tomorrow. He's going in for, for, for um, it's going to be outpatient surgery, but he's going in for that tomorrow. So I will be uh, covering a class tomorrow, uh, Thursday, uh, the uh, 15th, uh, June 15th. I'll be covering that. And we're going to deal with part seven of To Deny Christ. We're dealing with part seven of To Deny Christ. To deny Christ. Um, so join us again tomorrow, uh, again, from 10 a.m. Uh, to about 12, 1230 noon. Uh, we got you. And then we're going to come back on Friday night with uh, uh, Bible Talk. Uh, ISBHBK presents Bible Talk Friday night uh, with the brother, uh, Friday night Bible Breakdowns with the brother Bonabod on Friday night. Uh, so with that, everybody, thank you everybody for tuning in. Brother Gabar, anything? Um, so no, I'm, 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 uh, I'm, 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 I'm on the Forrest Gump. You know, that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. And brother, sisters, if you're in the San Antonio area, and you have to be in the Rolling Oaks Mall vicinity, go see Brother Gabar Kawai over there at EOP Therapy. Go check him out. Let him put a fragrance together for you, and and. If you, this was, if you want some good conversation, you want some great conversation, go see Brother Kabar. Stop bullshitting. <laughs> go see Brother Kabar. Y'all better know that. You better know that. <laughs> right, 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 right. And let him put together a, 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 a custom design fragrance style just for you and, 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 and for you. Go check him out. Go check him out. Go check him out. So with that, uh, my name is Mishaba. Uh, my name is Gabar Kawa. And for ISBHBK Bible Talk, we would like to say Shalom. Shalom.
Hail Israel. 